Hey there, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited. Jesus is so good. He's warning us that He's coming, and we're not ready. So I have another one of those messages for you today. Let's acknowledge Him, Jesus. So good to us. Thank you for your presence here today. Thank you for warning us that you're coming and we're not ready, and it's not the plan that one of us should perish. Thank you for your revelation knowledge. Thank you for your kindness, your peace, your joy, and your contentment as you tell us the truth. You said that you correct those that you love, and so we should be excited to be corrected. I'm excited today, Lord. Convict us, show us the truth. Show us how to get ready for your return. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. And how do we get ready for his return as we watch and pray? And watching and praying is making sure that you're right with him and that you're connected with him, that you talk to him. So many people just take for granted. They don't know Jesus. He said, my sheep hear my voice. But they just think because of what someone told them, they're going to heaven. And that is so silly because this is your eternity we're talking about. This is the most important thing in your entire life that's going to happen. And you want to be ready because if you're not, you're going to spend the rest of your eternity in hell. You are. And so you want to make sure you're right with Jesus and that you're going to go live with him. You want to make sure about that. The enemy is sly and he likes to toy with us. He likes to, he uses our flesh to say, it's okay. You don't have to obey God. God understands. And God is saying, hey, if you love me, you're going to obey me. That's what Jesus said. If you love me, you're going to obey me and I'll show myself to you. And, and, and that also means I'll correct you. And when you look at the Word of God, it is very convicting. And the conviction is so that you change that thing that you don't feel right about to be like God so you can live with Him. When we live in heaven with God, we certainly aren't going to live in sin there. So we're not going to live in sin here when the, when the Holy Spirit comes and lives on the inside of you. He's not going to lead you in sin. A lot of people think sin is okay. It's okay because Jesus took those stripes for us, because Jesus got on the cross for us. I meant to say, because he shed his blood for us, it's okay, and it's not okay. Because really what you're saying is your father is the devil, just like Jesus said to the Pharisees. They, didn't, they, they talked about the law, they, they taught the law, but they didn't do the law. And so there were just a lot of talk, and we don't want to be like that. We want to be like Jesus. So. Here, this is really cool, because he says, No one can serve two masters, and this is the Amplified Classic Bible, for either he'll hate one and love the other, he'll stand by and be devoted to one. And that's what Jesus is saying. Are are you devoted to me? If you are, then you're not going to live on the other side. If you're devoted to me, then you're going to despise and be against the other one. You can't serve God in money, deceitful riches, or anything else that you're trusting in. So all kinds of things can be something that you trust in, and then it's your God. And he's warning us. Some of us fall in that category. In fact, most of us do, because we don't realize worrying about time is money, anxiety, worried about anything is money. And he said that next, therefore, stop being perpetually uneasy, anxious, and worried about your life, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, or what you're going to wear. Isn't life greater in quality than food and the body far above and more excellent than clothing? And that's what we do. We worry about it, and um, 
the way we worry about it is we're working to make a living. And Jesus actually said that if we sought his way of doing in verse 33, God's way of doing and being right, everything we needed would be added to us. And so you see, God sees us as running in circles, trying to take care of ourselves, and not even living in his will. We're living the way of the world, and we call ourselves Christians. Just like the Pharisees, they did what they wanted to, and they called themselves religious leaders. They, they thought they were right. The rich man thought he was right. He didn't even know he had a God before God. Jesus said, one thing you lack. He said, what do I have to do to have eternal life? And Jesus said, one thing you lack. Give away your things. So his things were his God. He was trusting in his things. And he got offended at Jesus and walked away. And he even says Jesus loved him when he told him the answer. Jesus loves us. That's why he's telling us ahead of time, you can't serve something else and him at the same time. And this man was serving his stuff. He had a God before God. And even before that, Jesus said, he said, how do I have eternal life? Jesus said, you know the commands. And um, he said, yeah, I do. I do them all. But he didn't see that he had a God before God. And do you see, that's what a lot of people are saying. You know, I do my thing. Jesus said, tell them I'm coming and they're not ready. So I tell people, Jesus is coming. He tells us, oh, I'm ready. But how do you know unless you get on your knees? Because this man didn't know until he asked Jesus. And I really think that he went to Jesus to gloat. I do all the commands. So what do I have to do to have eternal life? And he was shocked at Jesus' answer. He got offended and he walked away. Because his stuff is his God. And you know, really, um, our stuff that that we um, put on a facade with, so to say, our stuff that makes us who we are is a band-aid, really, that we put on over our insecurities. We don't think we're worth anything because we listen to the enemy tell us that. And so we got to have this stuff to make us feel better about ourselves. And at the same time, that's separating us from God. God wants us to know that. He wants us to know we're good enough without all that stuff. We don't need that stuff. In fact, he has better things for you than you're hanging on to. That the thing that you're hanging on to to try to make you feel good about yourself. That rich man had a lot of problems. He did. And right away he he got offended. He proved that. And that's why Jesus, I can just see Jesus tilting his head and loving the man, saying, Well, there is one thing you lack, and he knew the man was gonna leave and he didn't stay for his counsel. And you know, the, this whole life here is a place of counsel so that we can unlearn all the things that we have learned here and learn how to move into the kingdom so that when it's time, we can just move right in. You know, Jesus said, many are going to say, Lord, Lord. And so um, I'm thinking, who calls him Lord? Who's he talking to? Who's he talking about? He's talking about those of us who call him Lord. And he said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. So only if you do his will, only if you don't worry, only if you don't have a God before God, only if you do what he's telling you to do, you're going to be right with him. And then he said, many are going to argue with him and say, Lord, but we did this in your name. We did that in your name. And he's going to say, I didn't know you. You who practice lawlessness, get away from me. There's someone else you were acquainted with, not me. 
Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Jesus said that. Many who call him Lord. Not everyone who calls him Lord is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. But those who do the will of his Father, he said. And many are going to say, but Lord, we prophesied in your name. We did this in your name. We did that in your name. He's going to say, but you didn't obey me. You weren't on my side. You weren't for me. What did it say in verse 24? You weren't devoted to him. If you're devoted to him, you're in love with him, and you're on his side, and you won't have anything to do with those other gods. And you'll be sure that you do everything he tells you to do because you love him, and if you love him, you care about what he cares about. And so, of course, you're going to be concerned with what he thinks, not with what someone else thinks. That man had a front that he put on because he cared about society, what they thought of him. And you can't have that. That means you care about what they care about, you care about what they think about you, and you're not caring about what Jesus thinks about you. If you care about what Jesus thinks about you, then you really love him. Then he is the one that you want to please. That's what love is, right? Love is being engaged in someone else's life. And Jesus is asking us to not be fake, not say we love him, but we don't know what he's thinking, we don't know what he said, we don't realize he's a person or that he might be going through something. So we're just saying it, just like the Pharisees, we're just saying it, we're not doing it, and then it's not real. So Jesus said that he's knocking at the door of your heart, Revelation 3.19, and if you would like to invite him in, then he will come in if you heed his voice. And he will dine with you. And what happens when you ask him to come and live on the inside of you? He comes and lives on the inside of you. And then he starts training you and teaching you um, how, to, how to love, how, how to be in relationship with him so that you can be in agreement with him, so that you can live with him when you leave here. That's what it's all about. Now is the time to choose where you're going to spend your eternity. And lots of people think that they're just going to fall asleep, and that's the end, and that is not the end. Either we're going to live with God for eternity, or we're going to serve the enemy for eternity. Whoever you're serving here, you're going to serve when you leave here. What you're sowing here is what you're reaping for your eternity. So you want to make sure you get to know Jesus. If you want to go to heaven, if you want to live where there's good all the time, if you want to want to live where love is, where God is, then you got to be like him. you got to come in agreement with him. It makes perfect sense. She said that to me one day. He said, you know, people think they want to move in with me one day. And still right here and right now, they don't have time for me. They want nothing to do with me. They don't even know me, but still they want to move in with me. How unpractical is that to move in with someone you don't even know? It's silly. You know, um, so many people think that Christians are silly, and really they're silly, thinking they're going to move right in without any effort. The kingdom of God is taken by force. We have an enemy. The enemy's going to come against you to try to deceive you. And he uses worry and anxiety. He uses time. You know, I don't have time for Jesus. I don't have time to sit with Jesus. Um, you know, we'll just deal with that when he gets here. You're not going to like dealing with it when you get here because it'll be, when he gets here, it'll be too late. And so if you like him to come and live on the inside of you and be your God and teach you how to live in his kingdom so that you can move in with him when you leave here, I would like to pray with you. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you so much. You're inviting us. You're inviting us to heaven. 
And we want to invite you to come and make your home on the inside of us and teach us your way. Teach us how to live in your kingdom. Teach us your way, Lord. Help us to have understanding. We love you and praise you. Give you all glory. Open our eyes, Lord. Help us see what you're saying to us today. This is the real deal. You're coming, and we got to make a choice. Help us, Lord. Help us not to forget what you're saying to us. Thank you. Thank you for warning us and teaching us your, your way. We give you all the glory. He is so good. He's so in love with you, and he is just beckoning you to listen to him. He's warning us. We're in the last hour. He's about to show up, and you got to make that choice. And he wants you to know he is the right choice. Get in the word. He is his word. Get on your knees. Listen for his voice. Don't think it's foolish. Don't live by your own opinion, but find out what he's thinking. Get in the word and you'll see the truth. He is the truth. He is the way to the Father, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.